0: NFTs attached to actual bottles of rare booze are now for sale, which is pretty cool when you really think about it. So it might be nice to have an NFT of a 50-year-old $200,000 bottle of single malt scotch, but it's even nicer to have the bottle itself, not to mention the right to open it up and drink it. Now, before we continue, right, just... Let's put that in your mind for a second. Imagine having six figures in the scotch. Imagine if like inside your place that you're living in right now, right beside you on like your table or your desk, just sitting there, this bottle, right? This glass bottle. Is worth $200,000. Just think about that for a second. Now, would you want to have that bottle for $200,000? Or would you rather have, I don't know, a Lamborghini, a house, stocks? Who knows, right? But if you stumble upon this, feel free to give your thoughts. Because $200,000 is not a small amount of money. So that's the candy and thus far successful strategy to market high-end booze that's coming from Block Bar, which is selling so-called non-fungible tokens of marquee liquors, including a Glen Fittich 1973 whiskey, a Penfold Shiraz Cabernet, and a 1976 Dictador rum in a Lalique bottle. Unlike normal NFTs, these tokens, which lately have sold for as much as $41,950, are attached to actual bottles of whiskey. So, if a collector gets a hankering of that Armagnac cask finished single scotch whiskey, he just trades in his NFT to Blockbar, which stores the bottles it sells in a climate controlled and bonded warehouse in Singapore. You basically own either the physical or the digital asset, said CEO Dov Falik, who founded Blockboard with his cousin, Sam, who's the company's president. You can always exchange the digital for the physical, but it is easier to sell the digital assets so you don't have to physically move the bottle, ship it all over the world, and have it be authenticated over and over again by auction houses selling it. Now, the thing is, right? you might think that this sounds stupid, but in reality... This is actually a very good concept, and the reason for this, right, is like this. It's like the same kind of like situation as like selling extremely high-priced art, selling collectible vehicles, right, where you could literally have like one like you could basically say like mega vault, right, where everyone knows the standards of that vault equally, right, everyone's. Willing to deal with that vault, right? As like the middleman, right? That oversees everything, that takes care of everything. makes sure nothing is disturbed because they also probably have very good insurance that would potentially cover everything that's inside it, right? So it basically allows someone who is wealthy, right? Let's just say, you know, you're someone who's making like $10 million a year. You go and want to buy like a $500,000 bottle, right? Not to drink, but to store for future potential uh, speculation of you know massive price increase so let's just say that you spent 500 grand on a bottle today a year from now it goes from 500,000 to a million well instead of like you having to ship out that bottle to another person you can literally just sell your token to the other person for the million dollar price point and you don't have to do anything you don't have to do any logistics you just got to accept the money, and transfer the token, right? Which is a lot easier to do than doing all the logistics that could cost massive amounts of money for the person to pretty much just basically ship the same thing straight back to the uh, housing location, right? So I like this concept. It can work for smaller items as well. This is actually really great for, like let's say, auction houses, so for example, if you're just someone who's like a collector and you're more so of a collector where you don't necessarily want the item inside your own house, you want it stored in like a facility, this is like a perfect concept for those types of individuals. So Mirab Azair, a professor of financial technology at Rutgers University and a blockchain expert told the post that it's innovative to tie a digital token to a physical asset, in this case, a bottle of alcohol. This is the whole idea of blockchain transfers, she said of the digital transactions. You can transfer a token from one wallet to another, and whoever has that token, whoever owns the token in the wallet, they have the ownership of the token and they can transfer it for years between wallets. It's a different model from most art-based NFTs which are the ephemeral digital files like a picture of some flower that exists only as a JPEG and can't be traded in for a Picasso. The digital token can be sold multiple times without moving the bottle, but it, but it is liquor and you are supposed to drink it, Sam Fallick said. Eventually, someone will burn the digital asset and drink it. Dictator's first NFT sale of 10 vintage rums at crystal decanters Decanters sold out within hours earlier this month. The starting price was $25,000 a pop. Blockbar, which has offices in New York, London, and Panama, says rare spirits are a good investment that over the past few years have outpaced gains in the stock market. Its website even says an investment in a high-end spirit is completely recession-proof. For the uber-rich, whiskey has been an alternative asset class investment for some time. And according to the Knight Frank Luxury Investment Index, rare whiskey was up 586% over the last decade, while the Standard & Poor's 500 Stock Index was up 225%. Coinbase, a crypto exchange, also recently announced they would be launching an NFT platform. And that's because many NFT investors made fortunes in crypto. Currencies. So, some people buying NFTs are using their crypto gains to fund their purchases, said Ken Greer, Dictator's Associate Creative Director and founder of D Still Creative, who made his name growing the Macallan Whiskey brand. The NFTs are bought by people hedging the risk, turning some of their crypto gains into physical products. They are paying a premium, but they are defraying their risk in shifting their assets. The NFTs are backed up by physical bodies that sit in a warehouse so you have an asset. Another factor driving sky-high spirit NFT sales is what Greer calls revenge spending. People are desperate to buy things after being locked up for so long during the pandemic, Greer said. And Dictator will also be launching new NFTs at Art Basel. Or Basel, selling a limited number of bottles designed by artist Richard Orlinski. Around six of the bottles will be sold as NFTs during Miami's Art Basel or Basel in early December, Greer told Side Dish. So here's the thing, right? Like, this concept is actually a very good idea, right? And I think in the future, there's going to be a lot more blockchain technologies specifically dealing with. Um, this, basically proof of ownership, right? Because it could also be viewed as the same as like, let's say that you finally started to make some money, right? Whether it be in your business or in just your personal life, you know, your personal finances are set, you're out of debt, you got an emergency fund, you started putting money towards investments, and now you got some extra cash, Right? for fun and you save up to buy a Rolex, right? Your very first Rolex, right? And this could be, you know, a $1,000, let's just say $5,000, right? So you go and buy a $5,000 Rolex, but there are fake Rolexes out there. Well, let's say that if you were to buy an NFT, of a Rolex that proves the ownership of a legitimate Rolex from Rolex, right? Let's say that like Rolex were to actually give out these NFTs, and if you were to buy that NFTs, they will end up giving you the Rolex, right? And you could choose whether or not you to like actually wear the Rolex or not, or just let them store it, but since it's gonna be your first Rolex, you're just gonna wear it, right? But it'd be the same equivalent of you basically having a certification of ownership from Rolex, right? It's basically proving to anyone, if you were to sell it, right? Like, hey, guess what? This is a legitimate Rolex, right? This is the true owner of this Rolex, right? So when you go and sell it, potentially, you could actually increase the value of the Rolex that you bought simply because you have the proof of ownership and basically the history of that Rolex, right? So that is another way to really think about it in a more of like more tangible and like a normal person's in a sense uh, mindset, right? Because people could kind of like understand, okay, like expensive watches, right? But it's just a really nice idea. Not to mention, it could be the same thing for like real estate, right? So instead of having necessarily like a deed, you have an NFT of your house that proves that you own that real estate. But it also makes it extremely easy for you to go and just sell that house to whoever, whenever you would want to, right? Basically, potentially completely eliminating the need for a real estate agent or anything like that. So it's just like another way to really think about it. Like having something like a proof of ownership in this type of situation is a pretty nice idea, pretty cool idea. And obviously there's a business model down that path. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by... Our personal finance courses. So, if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation, and is very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online.